Welcome to Books on Air, the podcast that tells the story behind the book. It includes insights from authors about how they compose their work, what inspires them, and what they hope you'll take away from their book. Here's your host for this episode of Books on Air, Suzanne Harris. Welcome to the Books on Air podcast. I'm Sloan Fremont filling in for Suzanne Harris. This is a podcast where listeners get the secret story behind every book. Joining me today is Hugh Highland. Hugh published his mother's book called The Forbidden Zone, 1940. This book is a gripping account of a young Scottish lass caught up in the German occupation of France. So, Hugh, I want to welcome you to the Books on Air podcast. Yes, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yes. So tell the audience just a little bit about your mom and how what led you to publish her book. Well, she wrote the uh, manuscript back in 1949, because I remember her typing it out on a good old-fashioned typewriter in London. Mm-hmm. And then we moved to New Zealand, nothing much happened, and then we moved to Australia. And in 1978 to 1981, uh, she rewrote, or she added to the, the book quite extensively with a, 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 um, a ghostwriter, and also I went to, over to France on work, so I got some information. And uh, then she joined me and we went up to uh, Invergordon, which is where she came from, and then across to the East Coast. And there was a newspaper article there of when she had actually returned from uh, escaping from France in 1941. And it was, uh, you know, uh, a series of uh, full page newspaper um, wow. uh, articles. Uh-huh. And this was also added to the book. And uh, but back in those days, it was so terribly hard to try and get anything published. So it all got forgotten about. She died in 1999 and uh, then COVID came along three, you know, three years ago. And I was just uh, rummaging through stuff um, and I came across a um, a briefcase full of her manuscript. So Mm -hmm. I decided, well, I'll go and and um, see if it's worth uh, publishing with, you know, the modern sort of computer type um, systems they have and ex libra said yes please send us uh, the manuscript which i did and it was divided into two sections the first section was her being brought up in scotland in the 1920s and having to escape from the clutches of her wicked father uh, to france as a governess in the 1930s and then the, the second genre was her actually being in uh, the um the northwest of France in the 1940 to 41. The Germans came through and she joined the um, the French resistance and then eventually she had to escape to uh, to get back to uh, Scotland. Now that's the, the basis behind everything. Mm-hmm. And so your book, The Forbidden Zone, is you have a book that that was before that that was published, correct? Well, the two books were actually uh, put together uh, at the same time. Uh, so the first book um, is called uh, Sprig of White Heather and the Scottish Lass, when she was being brought up in the 1920s in, in Gordon in Scotland, and then getting out of her clutches of her father and going to um, Lille in the northwest of France in the 1930s. And then... Um, that ends just as war is beginning, and then she she's back in Scotland, just visiting her her parents, and war is declared. And then they, the second part of the book, 
the Forbidden Zone 1940. It tells of her getting back to Lille, because in back then it was the phony war. Um, like in September 39, uh, the, uh, the Germans actually were at war, but they weren't actually invading France until after winter. In the meantime, the British Army had joined the uh, the French Army. And uh, one evening, um, she was in a motor accident, and um, uh, she actually got run into by a, a, a British Army vehicle, and that's where she met Gerald, uh, who she was later to, to sort of, well, she fell in love with him then, and he was around and... Um, while the Germans were still on the other side of the border. Uh, but then he had to get back to England once the, the Germans crossed over and the British withdrew. And she was left stranded there. She tried to get out, but um, she was unsuccessful. Um, so she just went back to, to managing the house, which had become a uh, private hotel. And, and uh, she was involved with the the French resistance and getting all the um, uh, like the uh, British pilots that had been shot down and various others. Uh, they were using her house as a hideaway while they prepared to get back to England. But then after a while, um, she got um, ratted on by someone, and um, the Gestapo were after her, so she had to escape. So she escaped from the Forbidden Zone. Now, the Forbidden Zone was locked down more than most because that was where the Germans were preparing to invade England. So that was up in the northwest of France, and that's why it was called the Forbidden Zone. So she escaped from there into the occupied zone of France, which was the northern part of France. Um, and then she escaped from there into the southern part of France, which was under the Vichy government, which was a, a puppet government of the Germans. It was a French government, but it was puppet of Germans. And she got down to Monte Carlo and Spain, Portugal, and she finally got back to Scotland. And then right at the end of the book, um, she went to London to get work and to also to see if she could find Gerald. And he actually was tracking her being in the army, he's had a few contacts, and at the very end of the book, they uh, they meet up again. So, uh, so the the story's got a bit of everything. It's you know, part of the story is her upbringing, her sort of finding a new life in France and also throughout uh, Europe. And then the second part of the story is actually in the war and the escape and all the horrendous uh, things that happened during the war. And also the the love uh, story uh, that intermingled with with all of that. Yeah, I mean the whole thing is fascinating. Just just hearing you talk about it. And so when you found these manuscripts again back when every during COVID and that had it been had you read them prior? I know you mentioned that you remember your mom writing it, but had you read them prior, or was this the first time you really read through it all? Well, I'd read through them. In 1978 to 81, um, because I'd, I'd sort of been looking at what she was writing and adding to with the mm -hmm. ghost who incidentally died of, ra died of radiation poisoning, which was strange because no one could work out how could he get radiation poisoning. But anyway, yeah. 
um, mystery behind the whole story. And um, so I knew what was going on. And um, I'd been up in Lille and I'd seen the the loose, which was the uh, the, the jail up there. You know, it was it was so horrendous in winter up there. They had no food. It was freezing cold. So occasionally she would go up to a German shoulder and a soldier and kick him in the shin, and uh, just to get thrown into jail where she could oh, get wow. get a couple of days. Of oh food. my goodness! Yeah. Wow. Um, so yeah. So I knew all about uh, all about uh, the story before. In fact, the, even when she was writing it, I remember in in England and later, she used to tell me about some of the horrendous things escaping from uh, the northwest of France down to Paris initially with the refugees and being machine gunned and and dead horses and bomb craters and you name it. So I was basically brought up with that and my father was in the army as well. So although they didn't really talk about things in great detail, I was always sort of aware of the things that used to yeah. happen. Yeah. And so what was that like then, being able to take those historical you know her story and publish it how did how did that feel for you to be able to bring that to life to share with others well she always wanted to to share her story with others Mm -hmm. uh, but she never got the chance so I thought well this is a chance so I'll see how it goes and that's how it went um, they're now in in various formats and uh, it's got um, hardcover, softcover, it's uh, audio book, it's also online. And the first part of the story, um, that's won four awards. And the second part of the story, which is the Forbidden Zone 1940, uh, that's won another three awards, wow. which are different to the first four. So altogether, the whole story has, has won seven awards. Wow, that's amazing. Congratulations. That That's amazing. And so tell us what's maybe in the, in either book, but what's one of your favorite stories that you, when you were reading through it, or even if your mom used to talk to you about it, what what would you say your favorite is? Well, probably, uh, well, there's several uh, without sort of telling too much of the detail and spoiling the story. Uh, One was uh, how, how she escaped from the forbidden zone into uh, the, um, uh, the occupied part of France, and she was basically hidden in a crate uh, which was surrounded by other crates full of oranges on the back of a truck. Um, mm. so the Germans went and, um, you know, they searched the truck, they, but of course they didn't go right down to the bottom and open up each and every crate. Uh, so that was um, that was uh, one of the highlights. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's... Um, you know, it's suspense. Yeah, and even like, like the bravery, right, to do all of these things that she did. I mean, there. It sounds like she was just willing to, you know, do what it takes, and um, being able to. I think also for people to read that and understand that what you know somebody went through that firsthand account, right? Um, that's so important to keep those keep that alive for others to 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 read or listen to and understand how it was well it was a case a case of uh, escaping death i mean mm-hmm. if you didn't uh, succeed you were dead um, yeah and maybe not in a very nice way i mean even before like in uh, the 
uh, when they had the phony war part before the Germans came over, she actually joined the um, um, ambulance brigade uh, with, um, you know, driving ambulances for the British mm -hmm. um, in the north there. And uh, on two occasions, the, um, the the ambulance got strafed and blown up by German planes. Wow. So, that, you know, there was something not going on that was really ambulance. Maybe it was some other. Yeah. So lucky to sort of, you know, not be in the ambulance at the time. Mm -hmm. So she was very lucky just, just to, to survive. Yeah. And so what would you say some of the themes are of the book? Well, one theme is that, uh, you know, she, she had pluck. She had courage. She was a survivor. She, she could sort of, you know, uh, manage to, to, to survive and not give up. So that was mm -hmm. one, one thing. Uh, another theme was the, the love, the, in the first part, the first few months where, uh, she and Gerald were basically, you know, um, uh, getting very, very close together before he had to disappear. Um, and then, of course, uh, right at the end, uh, they came back again. Uh, then there's the cruelty of war. Um, you know, mm -hmm. you have the stories of the, the refugees all being machine guns and all the rest of it. And a lot of that you sort of see happening right now in Ukraine. So, you know, the history tends to um, just repeat itself and mm -hmm. mankind tends to sort of have this vicious streak in it. So I think they're, they're sort of the main things. You have to sort of, there, there are the good people and there are not, not so good people and the good people have to learn how to survive when, you know, things go against them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And what do you want people to know about your mom and her book, The Forbidden Zone, 1940? Well, this is a specific type of um, area. Like you, you get um, books on war and it sort of might cover the whole of France or the whole of Europe or whatever and whatever. Mm -hmm. But this is specific to The Forbidden Zone. And most of the people that I've talked to, they said, what's The Forbidden Zone? What was, you know... Why did it get its name? What was so special about it? So that was a sort of a, a very niche area uh, mm -hmm. as before when the Germans were preparing to invade England and they had everything locked down even more so up there. So this story is basically of how civilians were living in the Forbidden Zone, um, basically in the middle of winter, uh, no food, no heating. Um, it was a very sort of austere um, survival. You know, the Germans would come along and basically, you know, just shoot people for the sake of shooting them. Mm. And who would you say this book would appeal to and why? Anyone who is interested in uh, specifics of, of history, like a this is a specific part of the Second World War in a particular area which is the forbidden zone mm -hmm. anyone who is interested in a um basically um a love story because again it started off uh with the two of them bumping into each other and then starting a relationship and then getting lost for a couple of years and then finding each other again mm -hmm. and 
um, also anyone who's interested in survival. Um, mm-hmm. You know, people give up. They sort of think, well, they can't, they can't get there. They may as well just lie down and die. But no, you, if you keep going, you've got a chance. Right. Yeah, for sure. And that inspiration behind that, right? When, you know, sometimes we think our lives are hard, but, you know, reading this book, I mean, that we face nothing compared to what she went through with, with what, um, what's in the book. So it's Hugh, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. This has been really fascinating, really, really interesting to learn about what your mom went through and that you took that manuscript, you brought her, you know, she wanted it out to the world to read and and you did that. And um, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. And so before we close out, what do you hope readers learn or take away after reading the book? Well, this is a story of, of one person, which can be reflected in so many other people. Mm-hmm. It's also the story of that era, that particular time in in the world and it's also a story of that particular place in the world it's it's sort of very niche 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 mm-hmm. i'd like them to sort of appreciate sort of saying gee we never even knew that these stories were about yeah yeah for sure well again hugh i want to thank you for joining us you can find more about the book the forbidden zone 1940 on amazon and i'll link to the book in the show notes so be sure to check that out You've been listening to the Books on Air podcast brought to you on webtalkradio.net. You can also hear this podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts. I'm Sloan Fremont, and I hope you'll join us for the next Books on Air podcast. Remember, you never know who's going to be here, and you never know what we're going to talk about. Thank you so much for listening.